Welcome Mere Mortalites to another round of the book recaps. Indeed, we have finished another month of reading, this being April of 2023. I'm recording this on Saturday, 22nd of April, so slightly early, but I do this so that the audio can come out on the first, the last Monday of every month, I should say. So I'll just give a quick little glimpse, I suppose, into the, the books that we had this month. And the theme was, man, everything was really good. Uh, we didn't have a single review that was beneath a seven. and I was trying to think, you know, what what was the reasoning for this? And I put it down to two things. One, going back to authors that you know you enjoy and that you love. So I went back to a couple of them, which I'll be touching on shortly. And then one was also really digging into a, a specific purpose, a type of book. And so he wasn't in this kind of exploration mode, maybe, which is something that is more up my alley. And so he was definitely had a, a specific focus for his type of books. And so he got out what he was looking for. So hence, you, you're going to get a, a good review from that. So just the general trend of these, what, what do I talk about in the book recap? Well, I go over all of the books that was read in April of 2023. I give a shout out to any supporters who have been helping contribute to this channel in the Boostergram Lounge. I look at what is coming up or for May of 2023 and then just a final end bit of how you can help support and once again this is done live but it is kind of done right at the end of the the month that is just whenever it suits me so I don't expect people to to really pop in because I yeah I just do this impromptu although I do believe I see one um, here as well so Thank you very much, Juan. Let's jump into the first book. And this is one that is actually not even released yet. So I'm giving you a little bit of a sneak preview. I normally don't like to do this, but because uh, it's just going to be such a big time between my doing the next book recap, I was like, all right, I'm just going to get it done now. So my favorite book of April of 2023, which will be released shortly, is Animal Farm by George Orwell. Now, I don't think I need to explain uh, why I love George Orwell. I believe 1984 is the best book ever written. I've yet to find any other book that compares even close to that. Uh, and I have read through all of his catalog before. So this is going back way to his early days of um, Burmese days of Down and Out in London and Paris or Paris and London. Um, Keep the Apodistra flying, uh, coming up for air. Uh, he's got another one or two as well, but Animal Farm, I suppose, is the second best uh, homage to Catalonia. Uh, Animal Farm is, I believe, his second best book, and most people would probably agree with that, maybe switching that in 1984. The thing from this is, uh, <clears throat> I suppose there's nothing special in everything else in all of those other books. I have read them through. I wouldn't rant and rave about them, but what is really cool with those is you can kind of get the build up and seeing him progressing as a writer of his fleshing out of ideas and of his kind of experimental nature and whatnot. And man, Animal Farm just hits deep. As you'll see in the book review, I rant and rave about it. I gave it a nine out of 10, which is pretty much, yeah, it's, it's kind of like, that's like a top 10 book, top 20 at the very least of books that I've read in my life. So two of those from the same author, um, hence why this is a, a month of, of good books. And I mean, if you haven't read it before, I, I would look, I'd just highly recommend it. One, it's a short read. It's only 88 pages or something. So you can get through it. I think I got through it in an hour and a half. Two, I think it contains a lot of wisdom in this short allegorical form, which you might not find elsewhere. If it had been a book just simply stating 
the things that the USSR did wrong or, you know, the reasons why Stalin <clears throat> perhaps wasn't a great actor and why he you know, was a bad person, I guess, in, in general, you would, you would maybe not get the same out of it, but because it's told in this, this allegorical form, form of animal farm of these animals and it just, it's, it's so, it such, packs such a punch when, when you read a sentence from that. Now, it, it, you do need to know a lot about the USSR regime of <clears throat> the Red Terror, of the starvations in Ukraine and of the Holodomor, of all of these, you know, the, the purges and things like this. You need, there's so much in it, which is what, what I think packs the punch. You get a short sentence, but it, it contains this huge swath of history. And <laughs> I think that's the thing that really, really, um, I guess, encapsulates why this is such a good book. So it does require you to know a lot of previous stuff, but I think you can also read it and then maybe understand, okay, this is why the communist regime and ideologies aren't the best thing <laughs> in general. So nine out of 10 for Animal Animal Farm. The next one of for me was Confederacy of Dunces by John Kennedy Tool, JK Tool. I gave this a seven and a half out of 10. One of the things I quite liked about this, which I didn't talk about in the book review, was you would get these small little hints throughout the book of these other characters and what they were doing and the kind of build up, which explained a lot of things right at the end. And this is where you would see Patrolman Manusco, even though not mentioned intentionally, you could see, oh, okay, he got kicked out of this bar and they're reading about it in this newspaper. You you kind of hear about this book that uh, I think her name was Nina, the, the kind of like proprietress slash prostitute slash model, glam model, naked model, uh, and how she needed a book. And then you hear about Ignatius and like his book has gone missing. It's like, oh, where, where could this appear, you know? So I think there's this there's a great build up play to the book in terms of the actual story behind the story as well. It's so, such a sad detailing. I didn't get into it too much, but it was fascinating to read how the the evolution of the book. J.K. Tool was was not wanting to waver on on this seeming non nonsensical trivialness of it, I guess, because it was kind of being compared to. Uh, another of one of my favorite books, Catch-22 by Joseph Heller. Um, and this was where it was like, yeah, but that had this whole anti-war theme going through it. This is just kind of fun nonsense. And he was like, no, it's that, that's fine. It's fine having the fun nonsense. It doesn't need to have an overarching theme and whatnot. Um, the publishers disagreed. It never got published in his lifetime. His mom was the one who was like badgering people still 11 years after his death to get it published, finally gets published and becomes kind of like an American classic. So it is a, an interesting, but very, once it, it's, it's very sad to hear about people who create a, a work, which is well renowned, which, you know, would make them millionaires and, and, and have a, all the success and glamour that they want in today's day and age, but just didn't get recognized in their time. It's rough. It's rough. So the next one that we have here, uh, and, and Myrna's Condescending Letters, the book is worth reading alone just for that. I loved them. They were so, so funny. The next one I have was Cannery Row. So this was the third of the books that I reviewed in April. I gave that a 7 out of 10. And this is by uh, John, oh, I've forgotten his name. What's it? It's not appearing. John Steinbeck, the <laughs> appearing on the screen now. And... Yeah, once again, this was an author I really know I loved, Grapes of Wrath. Once again, another book in my top 10. 
And I really enjoyed Sweet Thursday, which was uh, another review I did very, very early on in this channel a couple of years ago. And man, this was the prequel, I guess, because I read Sweet Thursday out of order. So this is Canary Row was kind of what came first. And then Sweet Thursday was the the sequel to that, the, the follow one. And so <clears throat> it was yeah interesting, I suppose, just reading this again and and getting back into these characters and seeing, okay, yeah, this is where they were originally formed and whatnot. And it still worked really well. You can re- read it in either direction. It's probably best to read it in the, in the way that he wrote it. But um, man, just a, a great laugh. There was this uh, quote that I did have from the book, but unfortunately I've, I've um, handed the book back to the library. But it was talking, it was on page 107 for those who are interested in it. And Doc was talking about how he was watching Mac and the gang and they were, they were in their kind of own world and and he was saying how the all the people who show kindness who are loving who are you know generous and whatnot they aren't the people that are celebrated in culture and i i still think that's kind of true nowadays it's not necessarily the people who you hold up as would want to hold up as role models and I think part of that is because they don't seek out the limelight. And so hence why I'm never going to, I really hope I'm never a role model because, because, you know, obviously this is very public facing and whatnot, but the real unsung heroes of society and whatnot, they're never going to get in front of a camera. And if they do, it'll be like a one-off event. It's not going to be very often and whatnot. So there was this great, great paragraph where he was just saying, you know, these are the people who are the backbone of our society, the good people. They might not necessarily show all the desirable traits of being super attractive or super funny or super charming, but they are the type of people who you want to have as friends, who you would really probably want to be. You want to emulate that sort of person, but that's not really is what is seen as successful. So I thought that was a just a, an interesting point and you know, it's kind of one of those things where I, I kind of identify with myself, even though that sounds the opposite of humble, it sounds very arrogant and whatnot. But I, I, I think of a lot of things in my life and I go, you know what, I, take, I took a lot of decisions to not chase after money, to not, you know, go the easy path down YouTube and do short form clips and be super exaggerated and not be who I am. And I, I, I think that's the long thing, the best thing to do in the long term, but yeah, man, it does feel like a grind at times. It does feel like you're you're not getting acknowledgement or, or recognition. So, you know, that's a, <laughs> just an interesting interesting point I've, I found from the book. Let's get on to some, some other good books. And we have Coming In Hot, Up The Duff by, oh, once again, I didn't write the name. Juan, help me out in the chat. <laughs> it was Up The Duff by, it'll, it'll appear on the screen in a second and I can read it out. Um, Kaz Tool, I think, Kaz. In any case, this was a book that Juan wrote, uh, wrote, read uh, about pregnancy and uh, Kaz Cook, apologies, Kaz Cook. This was a book that uh, Juan read in preparation for his little baby girl coming very, very shortly, the next edition of The Mere Mortalites. And yeah, I mean, it's definitely a book that is not particularly up my alley per se. Uh, it's nothing I need to do together, but the, he had two points from it. One was the reading together portion of the book. So it sounded like he was reading it with his his partner at the time and reading it out loud. And the, I suppose, bit that I took away from his takeaways was the asking of questions. 
there's going to be so much stuff related to pregnancy that is going to be unknown. You know, what's the normal weight for a baby? What do you do if they stop kicking or if they're kicking too much or if they're kicking too softly or, <laughs> you know, there's always going to be something next. And his, his kind of takeaway was there is an ability to ask questions and asking questions of your own partner and, and feeling, you know, what, finding out what are they feeling? What's, what is she going through and how can I help support her in this way? How can I make things easier by saying certain things or not saying certain things? Juan says, in short, it was a great book, almost finished it up now. Yeah, yeah, he did mention that he hadn't finished it and it was just very actionable and actionable books are good books in my opinion as well. So it's uh, great great to see that um, he, he actually took something a lot from this. And then the other book that he he was getting through was dad's guide to pregnancy which he also gave an eight out of ten to so man he was he was feeling this book and maybe it was providence or whatnot because he was gifted it twice um uh, and it was i suppose you, you know the idiot's guide to pregnancy i suppose or, or whatnot by dr jo- justin coulson so a couple of people in his life must think he's an idiot. Sorry to sorry to tell you this one. <laughs> and once again, it was kind of getting into, you know, what is your partner feeling? What are the, you know, because the, there's always going to be so much information and a book like this is not going to be able to encapsulate the science because the science will change really rapidly. And then there's also not going to be able to encapsulate the rules of thumb taken from over the years, you know, millennia what's a bigger word than millennia (laughs) multi millions of years of of uh, of pregnancy and whatnot so there's going to be a lot of wisdom which just can't be it's such a big topic uh he said both books to be honest were actionable but more specifically just had a lot of items that made me question and having a question set you up to question life in general is always great so Thank you, Juan. You're doing this uh, book recap for me and it's uh, great that you're in the chat and can help me out. So thank you for that. And yeah, we'll, I'll, I'll leave it for there and I'll jump on to just, I suppose, the, the little chat stuff. Um, so Juan's in the chat and he was saying, uh, he, the grand theme of Animal Farm has to do with the capacity for ordinary individuals to continue to believe in a revolution that has been utterly betrayed. Yes, very true. Um, you got Slam describing the character. Damn. <laughs> So yeah, Animal Farm is um, it's it's a bit of a depressing book, I, I should say. It's it doesn't have a <laughs> a happy ending, much like the communist regime in in Russia didn't have a happy ending. And it's it's not just talking about communism; it's about totalitarianism in general. But because it was this allegory of Stalin and, and Napoleon, it and and Trotsky and whatnot, it it was very kind of focused in in that sense. So. What what have we got um, with the Boostergram Lounge? Well, once again, I suppose it's better than the previous month because uh, we actually did get a Boostergram in. Finally, finally. And this was Alvin from Conchax. And so I should probably describe what this is. I've now set up the book reviews in a slightly different method for the value for value. So this is for the ability to send in a, a payment to the, the podcast as you're actually listening now. And I did this through Conchax and Conchax is a service, Conchax, C-O-N-S-H-A-X. And it's basically a way where you can get data from 
the people who are submitting stuff in and so you can find you know what portions of the book review that they enjoyed or didn't enjoy when did they boost this in for which episodes did they boost it in it's very much not needed for this because we're getting so little uh, from this at the moment and i was just checking out the stats mostly a lot of the audience for this is actually on spotify and so I would just say for all those Spotify listeners out there, I would just recommend trying out one of the the new podcast apps, newpodcastapps.com, because there's a lot of services, a lot of features that you can get in those apps, which Spotify just doesn't have and then they're never they're probably never going to introduce. So for example, the picture and chapter images of these books, as I'm saying this, if you're in a better app, you will see this appear on your screen. Maybe you don't want to be watching at the time, but there, I've also included a link for each of these chapters so if you're like oh that's a good book i want to click on it you know you can click on that and it will it will take you to the the book review that i did of that so you know a little bit easiness for you and once again there's the ability to support the podcast and so the payment setup that i have for, at, at the moment is four percent goes to contracts for their service one percent for the podcast index one percent is going to Fountain, so that any boostergrams outside of Fountain get get surfaced, and then the rest is going to my wallet, and then another wallet which um, I I use for the kind of like the marketing purposes, the mere models. And one, if he ever gets his arson gear and gets a wallet and sends me it, I will include him in the splits as well. So yeah, a little bit of a shame, I suppose. Peter used to be a very constant supporter for us and I would just recommend uh, trying out a new app or alternatively going to getalbi.com and then you can uh, create a lightning wallet from there and then eventually when you go to our website you'll be able to do it um, and and send us a, a boost or a payment through there or if you go to podcastindex.org find mere models book reviews <laughs> do it from there uh, it's also another ability I, I get it I get it it's it's tough it's painful it's annoying at the moment, but the internet was like this uh, as well once upon a time. And so in a couple of years time, after me browbeating you of providing all of these ways that you can help support and whatnot, you will eventually get there. So um, just just bear with me for, for all of that. And if, if you don't, look, you're free, you're free to continue listening on, on Spotify and whatnot. But I would just say, you know, this, this does take a lot of time and effort to create all of these things. And so you supporting back in a monetary form or sharing it with a friend that's also completely you know helpful and uh you know sending us a message on via any of the social media that saying that you enjoy this the book reviews that you get value from that it does mean a lot to me because honestly i'm uh, much like i was talking about <laughs> referring to just before i feel like i am getting a bit drained and i'm putting a lot into this and i'm, I'm not getting much back from it so um yeah if you if you don't want me to just suddenly one day kind of be going, ah, I'm thinking of finishing up the book reviews. Um, I would just recommend that you you let me know that you're at the very least that you're enjoying it. So please, if you can do that, that would, that would be much appreciated. Let's get on to the next section. What is coming up for May of 2023? I saw one in the chat and he was saying he's got Life Force from Tony Robbins, <laughs> which he's been saying for three months now. So we'll see. Um, maybe man search for meaning again. Okay. Unless baby has a different plan. Interesting. So I can tell you the books that I'm reading at the moment. I do have, um, one here called Charles Handy, the second, the second curve by Charles Handy. This was a recommendation from my friend, Sam Sethi, 
who is very much a technologist. He's all on top of all the, the trends and whatnot. He said this is one of the best books he's ever read. And I can see why he expressed that and how it is very a very useful book for predicting the future and knowing about what technology is coming up. So I'm half of the way through that. That'll be probably coming out after Animal Farm. I have Emile Zola's The Debacle. This is a book about, I'm not sure which war it was, the Franco-Prussian War of 1870. There we go. And it's a historical work, uh, that historical come fiction work, sort of like uh, War and Peace by Leo Tolstoy, which I'm not going to review on here. I'm not reading that book again. It was way too long. <laughs> uh, but it is very much that that describing historical events, but through um, the medium of fiction. And yeah, it's pretty good so far. And I've been meaning to read another of his books since I read Deris Rakin from uh, quite a while ago. Apologies for that terrible French accent. Uh, uh, an accent which I can do a little bit better is La Ciudad y los Perros by Mario Vargas Llosa. He's a Peruvian author. I am reading this in the original Spanish. I'm probably about one-tenth of the way through it, and I'm honestly, I'm, I'm unsure. I'm unsure if I'm going to keep reading it. It's a bit of a grind. It is improving my Spanish, but I, I can't say I'm loving the book per se at the moment, but it is one of his most famous works, and so it kind of feels like I should... I should at least try and slog away for at it a little bit more. But honestly, of all the Spanish books I've read, none have been amazing. They've all felt like a bit of a grind and a slog. Maybe El Coronel que El Coronel no tiene quien se escribe or something like that um, by Gabriel García Márquez. That's probably one of the ones which is closest. To being it. But anyway, that's a couple of books of what you can expect for coming up in May of 2023. The final section here was the value for value. So I did, did just want to say, once again, this is a value for value podcast. I'm putting in a tremendous amount of time, energy and effort into this. And at the moment, I'm going to be honest, it feels like I'm not getting much out of it. So uh, if you want this to continue in the future, I do need some support of some uh, so of some feedback, some something back of value in return. At the moment, that was simply just an acknowledgement that you're listening to it and you're enjoying it. That's that's kind of the main thing that I want. If you want to go extra, you can do those extra steps and trying out one of the new podcast apps.com uh, and one of the apps there. And if you're really, really feeling it, I'm sending in a boostergram. But yeah, at the moment, it's, it's feeling like a grind and um, I, I do need some... some some acknowledgement back otherwise it just feels like i'm posting into the void nothing's happening so um yeah just recommend reaching out please and uh giving me some encouragement and with that i'm just going to leave it there for today really do hope you enjoyed and you're having a fantastic day wherever you are in the world Karen out <laughs>